The Live with Squacky podcast is sponsored in part by Mid-Atlantic VoiceOver and Antland Productions. Salut tout le monde! It's Tuesday, another gorgeous summer day, and time for another great episode of Live with Squacky. I'm your host, Val Kelly, otherwise known as Squacky Voice. We're on Instagram at Live with Squacky, L-I-V-E-W-I-T-H-S-Q-U-A-C-K-Y. Go ahead and follow us there for news and previews of upcoming episodes. My special guest today is Tiffany Joyelle Page. I met Tiffany in 2018 at an Armstrong Coaching voiceover workout group in L.A. Tiffany has a unique, versatile voice that's great for commercials, audiobooks, e-learning, corporate narration, medical, explainer videos, telephone messaging, IVR, radio ads, toys, character voices, video game characters, and so much more. She's a contributor at Listle.io, a narrator at ACX and Dan Audio, and a volunteer at Learning Ally. Thanks so much for joining me today, Tiffany. Thank you for having me. Of course. Can you start out by telling us how you got started in the voiceover industry? I started taking classes at Glendale Community College for accounting. That's pretty much been my career for a long time. And so I was kind of refreshing my skills and stuff like that. And then I saw that there was a voice acting class that they had. It was just for one day and it was a good price and all that. And I just thought it sounded fun and I'd check it out. And I just really had a good time doing it. And I've always wanted to be in the entertainment industry. So that's how it kind of all started and just started joining a whole bunch of Facebook groups and learning more about it that way, kind of slowly getting into it. And that's how it started. So how long have you been in the industry now for? It'll be four years. Okay, that's a good amount of time. So you're yeah. getting a lot more knowledge as you go and getting more familiar with things. That's great. Yeah. What's your favorite travel destination, and what's the first place you'll travel to when you're able to again? My favorite is Santa Barbara. It's not too crowded, and you can get a nice place on the beach. I love that environment up there. Santa Barbara is my favorite place to go. I also love Dodger Stadium. That's going to be one of the first places I hit when it's all open and we're all good and stuff. That's awesome. How are things looking there? Like, are things starting to open up again, or is it still everything shut down? Everything pretty much is opened up again. I haven't gone anywhere. I think bars might be open, and there was talk of movie theaters. I don't know if that really happened or not. I know there was a mask mandate now, I believe. That's kind of how it is here, too. Like, in Virginia, a lot of stuff has reopened. I don't think movie theaters and stuff like that have reopened yet. I don't know. I I wouldn't go anyway probably right now. I'm too nervous still. I think my gym is opening tomorrow, which I'm kind of excited about. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) we'll see if I'm brave enough to head back there. It's been, like, three months, and I'm like, okay— Dying to get a real workout in instead of trying to figure out YouTube exercises. <laughs> it's, right. it's kind of nutty. <laughs> Lifting um, milk cartons and stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I have some like small weights, you know, but it's just funny how you have to get so creative with stuff like that with your workouts, you know, when it's like you're used to going to the gym all the time. I'm a person who goes to the gym like every single day and when it Got shut it. down, I was like, what? Like, what now? What am I going to do? And then I was like, all right, YouTube, let's see what you got. <laughs> it's just like a new video every day. Yeah. It's so fun. I won't miss that. I'll be happy to be back in the gym again, just yeah. working around on the elliptical. And <laughs> Nice. Living in L.A., you have some of the best voiceover and acting coaches at your fingertips. Who have you trained with that you'd recommend? 
I really like Robin Armstrong. Um, he has a great uh, pro-workout group that I attend, and it not only helps with your performance, but he gets to why you have a certain problem with your performance. He gets to the core of why you may have that problem, and he's also a really good friend. You get to be a director there. I think that's what kind of helps out a lot, too. So you get both sides. You get to direct people and yourself and learn how to perform better. So that's been really cool. Well, Randy Thomas, it's also cool that she's local. I really like her a lot. I haven't been um, trained by her yet, but I've attended her. VO Mastery was a good one. Oh, yeah. They're both really great coaches. I really liked the opportunity to go and and attend one of Robin's coaching classes when I was out there. When I met you, that was a lot of fun. And it was really cool to be able to have the opportunity to direct each other and get peer feedback and all of that. And he's also a really great like life coach. He's very good at right. advice and listening yep. and not judging. And he's a really nice guy. Given the chance, do you prefer coffee or tea? I love coffee. I actually have some right now. <laughs> um, but usually my coffee has collagen in it. Yeah, I like collagen powder in my coffee. And oh, that's, that's cool. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I've never tried that before. I'll have to check it out. You don't taste it at all, but it's good for your hair and your skin. What do you do to market yourself in your voiceover career that's proven to be very effective? I think Instagram has really helped out a lot. I've had quite a few people contact me because of Instagram, because they saw a post or saw my page and they've contacted me. LinkedIn is also a really great tool as well. I've gotten a lot of work on Twitter, too, from seeing posts of people needing voice actors. So those three seem to be the top. So you're big on social media and having a presence there to market yourself, and that seems to be working well? Yeah. What's the best piece of voiceover advice you've ever been given? Just be yourself and also not comparing yourself to others and how far they've come or how far they're advancing. And enjoy the journey. And that was three in one. <laughs> that makes sense. That's all really, really good advice. How about the worst? Have you ever been given any bad advice? I don't know if I've really been given any bad advice, but I've heard people who come across as like they're trying to help your career. They're selling these amazing demo packages and they're awful. It's just the sound quality is horrible that's not necessarily bad advice, but I think that's one of the bad things out there with this is you got to trust your ears. If it doesn't sound good, don't do it. It's not going to sound good to anybody else either. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Demos are really tricky. I think there's still quite a few demo mills out there. So people need to be kind of wary about those yeah. types of places where they say like, oh, we'll give you six coaching sessions and then you can produce your demo. And it's like, how do you know you're going to be ready in six coaching sessions? You know, right. like, yeah, I usually don't trust package deals. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are differences. Like if it's a reputable coach and they're right. saying like, I'll sell you a bundle of this type of coaching sessions, but there's right. not like, I'll do this many coaching sessions and then there's a demo at the end. It's more like... We're doing a bundle of six coaching sessions to give you a better price on them instead of... Yeah. Yeah, so that's a little bit different. But yeah, people, just be careful. There's a lot of... Yeah. Do <laughs> research. people out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's true. You really do have to be careful. Not that there's... I don't want to say like the voiceover industry 
in itself, but I think just the entertainment industry and just the world in general, you just do really have to be careful to be cautious of who you take advice from. And even on those Facebook groups and things like that, like make sure that the people you're taking advice from are people that are experienced and knowledgeable and reputable. It's not hard to find people that have a good reputation for knowing who to work with and who not to. So can ask anybody. You can ask me. I'll tell you who to work yeah, with who not to. Yeah. 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 Hold that thought. We'll be right back after this message from Mavo. I'm so excited to be hosting and organizing our first fully online conference for Mid-Atlantic VoiceOver LLC. This great voiceover event will take place on November 6th through 8, 2020, and it will include over 18 hours of exclusive Mavo content with keynote speaker Eric Bauza and an extraordinarily talented lineup of guest speakers, including Uncle Roy Yokelson, Tom Deere, Johnny Heller, J. Michael Collins, Mike Lenz, Everett Oliver, and Mark Scott, just to name a few. You definitely won't want to miss this. And because it's online, you can attend from anywhere in the world without even leaving your house. How great is that? Don't delay. Register today to get your ticket at the best price available. Visit www.midatlanticvo.com for more details and to register today. I hope to see you there. Welcome back to Live with Squacky. Let's get back to our chat. If you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? I would want to be able to pause time so that I could have a little bit more time to think about things before doing something or saying something. That makes sense. I love that idea of being able to just pause and think about something a little bit longer before you give your answer or whatever the case may be. That's a really good one. I like that. What's your dream voiceover gig? I would love to either work for Disney or Warner Brothers. One of my favorite characters is actually Velma Dinkley. And um, I do help a friend with a project he has. And I do voice that character and some other characters. But I would love to be in one of the childhood cartoons that I loved. I think that would be really cool, like Scooby-Doo or something like that. Yeah, that would be really cool. I hope that works out for you. And I know that you're doing that work for that one person. Those are on YouTube, right? Yeah. So people can check you out there. So I'll put a link for that. I'll have you send me the link. I'll put it in the show notes so people can check that out. Yeah, it was kind of cool, too. He uh his work got on some other YouTube award or something as one of the top 10 Scooby-Doo fan videos you have to watch kind of thing. Oh, so I was cool. excited for him about that. Yeah. That's really so, exciting. See what happens with his career, too. I'm kind of, yeah. It's kind of cool. What do you feel is the toughest emotion to perform in voiceover? I think sadness is hard. Yeah, I can easily get into like an evil character or happy, but I think when you try to tap more into the emotion of being sad, you'd really have to think about something sad to be sad, I guess. I don't like to think about anything sad, so it takes me a little bit longer for that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's, I don't know if it's really classified as an emotion, but laughter. So not necessarily happiness. If a script says, we need this character to laugh, so you know you have to laugh in character. Sometimes I can do it no problem, and other times I just have the hardest time. Like, it just sounds fake, you know? So <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I need to tap into the laughter. So then I just have to end up thinking of something, like, really funny so I can connect to it. And I think that's a lot of times when you're trying to connect to an emotion, 
with a character, especially in animation or character scripts, where a lot of times they'll give you a description of the character and they'll give you an emotion next to the lines sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll be like, this person is happy, they're sad, they're whatever, you know. And you have to be able to... Sometimes we don't get that. (laughs) Yeah, and sometimes you don't even get that. You just have to know, like, this is what I'm trying to do here. And it is nice when they do give you that, but then sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, now I have to connect to this character and figure out, like, how is my line supposed to come across here so the whole story is connected and so that's a really important part of the process that people have to learn to especially for those of you that are just starting out it's important to be able to connect to the script and really connect to the characters so those are things to think about what are three current voiceover goals that you have for yourself to accomplish in 2020 well i wanted to uh redo my commercial demo. I wanted to do a new one. And actually, I'm just starting to now with Lisa Biggs. So I'm really excited about that one. I also wanted to do a real estate video to promote my voice for real estate videos, especially since I don't think a lot of real estate people are going out to their homes and showing them. I thought it might be a good opportunity. Another one thing I'd like to do is probably an e-learning demo. And I could probably do that on my own. Yeah, those are all really good goals. And Lisa Biggs is a great coach to work with, so she's really talented. So I'm sure that will be a lot of fun. What are your three favorite places to go to in L.A.? Dodger Stadium, L.A. Live, and then I don't know if it's Newhall or Santa Clarita Park or something like that. But they have like concerts in the park during the summer. Oh, cool. And I really like that. Yeah, they have a lot of tribute bands. I think I saw the Van Halen tribute band there, and it was really, really good. Yeah, so that's another really cool place to go. That's fun. What's the second one that you said, L.A. Live? What's that? Yeah, L.A. Live or Nokia Live. That's in L.A. They have a lot of, I think it's right across from Staples Center. So they have a lot of concerts and basketball games and stuff like that. And across the street, that's where Nokia Live is, and they have a lot of concerts there. And then there's a lot of neat restaurants. I think Shaq has a restaurant there, but it's just a really cool place to hang out. I can't wait to go back to L.A. again. I normally try to go in the summer in like August before I have to get back to work in September. And it's just not going to happen this year, I don't think. So I'm so sad about that. I'm like, oh, I don't want to fly right now, really. But maybe if things get better in the fall, maybe I'll be able to make a trip a different time of the year to wait for hotels and stuff to open back up and all of that. Right. Have you been watching any good shows or listening to any good podcasts lately? I haven't listened to any podcasts, but I did get into, what's the new show? I think it's called Bulletproof. I really like that one a lot because they actually have had new shows going on. And then I also was hooked on both 911 shows, 911 Lone Star. And yeah, I think the other one's just 911. Those have been my shows recently. I haven't seen those, but I'm sure they're really good. So that's exciting. So what are you working on now that you're allowed to talk about? I have a new audiobook coming out. I think it's heading to retail now on on Amazon and Audible and iTunes. Falling from Gravity. If you look under Tiffany Joyal page, you'll find it. Yeah, it's a cute little children's book about gravity. It was fun to do. Oh, that's great. How can people get in touch with you if they choose? They can follow me on Twitter or Instagram. Both are voice actor Tiff. They can also visit my website at tiffanyjoyellepage.com. Or email me at Tiffany at TiffanyJoyellePage.com. I'm also on Facebook, Tiffany Joyelle Page. 
as well as my business is on there too. Also on LinkedIn. And I think that's it. Well, thanks so much for chatting with me today, Tiffany. It was great to catch up. And I wish you tons and tons of success in your voiceover career and everything you do. (laughs) We'll have to catch up over coffee the next time I'm in L.A. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to this episode of Why Was Squacky. I'm Chloe Kelly, and Squacky is my mom. Be sure to tune in next week for another great episode of Live with Squacky. Oh, and don't forget to buy your mini Mabo tickets. Live with Squacky is mixed and mastered by everybody's favorite voiceover tech, Uncle Roy Yokelson of Antland Productions. Tune in next week for another fun episode of Live with Squacky. Ah, ah.